You're listening to the Dad Gab Show, and here we go! Yeah, Dad Gab, coming back at you for another week. Thanks for hanging out with us. We always appreciate it. I'm one of your co-hosts, Luck. And I don't have Mike with me this week, so we've got a, a what do we call you, uh, permanent guest, resident host, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we'll take it, whatever. We got Glenn with us this week. Yay! Hey. Unfortunately, Mike couldn't make the show this week, so we, you know, we went to the, uh, are you a righty or a lefty? I'm a lefty. That's what I thought. So we went to the lefty to pinch hit, and uh, maybe we'll get a pinch hit home run this week. So thanks for uh, <laughs> hanging out with us, Glenn, and Thank everybody you. else. Thanks yeah. for uh, listening again this week. Always find us at uh, any at where you subscribe to your podcast and on dadgab.podb.com. Uh, we have a, I think, a stellar show lined up this week. So yeah, let's do it. Um, how's it going? How's life? It's been a while since you've been on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't mean to. I, I heard I've been claimed that I hexed the place. I didn't mean to do that. It might have been just a minor hex, not a <laughs> not a complete one. I uh, I fully released that hex, although I, <laughs> I I didn't really put it on in the first place. Well, okay, we'll we'll take it. We'll take it. Uh, yeah, because we have tried a couple times to do some guest shows, and they're just like, "What is going on?" So uh, hopefully this one goes. And we'll go from there. Uh, intro wise, um, so background: Glenn used to be a huge runner, right? Yeah, you did. You did two marathons, correct? Uh, two, three, three and a fifty k. You did three marathons and a fifty k. Yep, which is ridiculous. I'm just gonna say it. Uh, what was the? So you did two Chicago and one Milwaukee. Was that it? Yep. Yeah. Okay, two Chicago marathons, one Milwaukee marathon. Uh, do you do you still exercise, work out, or do anything like that, or have you done that lately? Uh, I've uh, failed the Dab Gab universe. Uh, I put my uh, thing out there to do some yoga, and I've completely been failing at that. But I do ride my bike to work. Well, that's kind of you know that's that's good workout right there. Yeah. So uh, I myself have not waited again, but. Is that out of fear of what you might see or just uh, lost in life and not paying attention to it? No, it's probably a fear, but I've been following my diet. I mean, so it's probably just um, I just haven't done it because I probably don't want to see the number because it's probably (laughs) because I've set high expectations for myself and I'm probably just adequately meeting them. So Okay. Okay. This is fair. (laughs) Um, I mean – my clothes are still there's my clothes. Some of my clothes are starting to become baggier. Oh, okay. It's uh, a good sign. So, uh, yeah, good signs. Good, good things around. Uh, we've got uh, the last week of coaching for a while coming up this week. So, uh, we'll then we can start hitting stuff hardcore. That's kind of the plan. Now, wasn't there going to be some sort of race between you and Mike? Yeah, yeah. I have uh, not been the one to back out of that. So. <laughs> When is that going to occur? Uh, apparently next year, because we all know we're not going to run in the snow. Next year. <laughs> yeah. Wow. This has well, really been a lot of backtracking, huh? Yeah, I, I definitely, I mean, I definitely have a facility for it next year. 
So okay. uh, right. we're, we'll have a brand new track where I'm at. So we've got a. Is this a Ohio... sprint? Is it a hundred meter sprint? What is this? Uh, I don't know if we've decided on. It is a sprint. Uh, I don't know if we've decided on if it's going to be a hundred meter dash or a forty yard dash. So can you guys start from blocks? That would be amazing for me. Uh, I just want to see Mike come out of the blocks. <laughs> that would definitely be a disadvantage for him, though. Like, <laughs> like I coach people to come out of the blocks. Exactly. Like, I know how to do it. <laughs> he would walk up there and and probably put him in backwards. So yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Uh, I hope he comes back and says, yes, we can do blocks though. Yeah, that would be fantastic. <laughs> you know, he won't, <laughs> uh, we'll have to, we're going to have to schedule this at some point. It's going to go down. We're just going to, it's like an ongoing feud. It's like an ongoing wrestling feud right now. We're kind of dancing around each other. You know, yeah. it comes back. It ebbs and flows. We need the WrestleMania payoff at some point. Right. <laughs> right? Yeah, I, it kind of feels like one of those things you let lean out there for a long time. Uh, what's that one late night host and the guy from? Uh, oh yeah, uh, uh, Jimmy Kimmel with uh, Matt yeah, Damon. Yes, that's what this feels yeah, like. It's like yeah. the, the <laughs> you keep trying to hook people with it, but you never actually land it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you know what? Uh, we'll do it, and somebody will pull a hammy, and then we'll, you know, and then we'll have to, you know. The trash talk will begin again because no one was at not both participants were at full strength. Right, 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 right. So that's <laughs> I think you're right on this. I think that, I think that's how it's gonna go. It'll be awesome though. It, when yeah. it actually happens, it'll be awesome. Can it be a beer mile? You guys that should be the next version. Ooh. A beer mile. Well, the first time we tried that with you didn't work out so well. Yeah, that was a different <laughs> ball game though. <laughs> That was a lost bet, not a beer mile. Proper. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm aware. Uh, did, have you done a beer mile? I have. It's a, an amazing experience. Where did you do it? Did you, would you do it up there? In the yeah. City? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, led by a friend of mine. He's actually, you called me crazy. He runs 100 milers. He's kind of nutsy. Uh, and yeah, it was fun. You, you know, drink a beer, do a lap. You do it that- four times. That that's all it is. It's that's all set up. You you run a lap, drink a beer, run a lap, drink a yeah, beer. You drink and then run, and it's four times. Yeah. Okay. And then in theory, if you um if you can't keep it down, you're supposed to do an extra lap. <laughs> oh, there's a punishment. Yeah, yeah. That's the so theory. If you if you up truck more than once, is there more than one punishment? Like uh, unclear. Is there unclear. is there like a max of eight? Like you know, minimum of four, max of eight, depending on how many times you up chuck. I mean, I think if you up truck more than once, you're probably. Uh, <laughs> You're probably not going to keep going. <laughs> if you're me, you're not. I'll tell you that. You're done. You're done. No, no. You're the kind of person who would keep finishing it just because you're too too stubborn not to stop. Perhaps. That's 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 probably a good call. Uh, speaking of beer, uh, Dad Gap Show tradition. You got you got a beer? I do. I do. What, what do you have? You want to introduce it for the yeah, audience? Yeah, yeah. Um, I was actually thinking – you know, I answered that question, the beverages question a while back from Mike uh, with Edmund Fitzgerald as my favorite beer. Yes. And I thought maybe like the one that was on my list. And I think this one might be close second. I thought it was, uh, it's called the Best Brown from Bell's. Okay. Uh, Michigan Brewery. Good. Good stuff. Uh, it's a brown ale. It's nice. It's, uh, I think you would enjoy it. It's not too, well, you like hoppy reds and stuff, but like, I think this is more, it's more subtle. It's brown, it's nutty, 
Um, it's not over the top for any in any way, in any shape, but it kind of fits an autumn-y feel. So, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Is it is it available? Like what yeah, would it yeah. be, uh, down here to be available? Yeah, it's available everywhere. I and mean, Bell's is pretty, um, pretty extensively available. It's a seasonal, I think. So, but gotcha. it's out now. Gotcha. Okay. What do you got? I I have a. Uh, it's a new Glarus Oktoberfest. Oh. Um, I How'd got you get a, that? Do they? I got a recent shipment brought down to me. Oh, okay. So that's that's how we roll. Yeah, well played. So, uh, I got it for free. I'll take that one too. Like, yeah, sure. Uh, the person who brought it down was like, "Here you go," and I was like, uh, "How much I got you?" And he was like, "Nothing. You're good." I'm like, well, thank you very much. <laughs> uh, I will take your generosity. Yeah. So. Uh, I've got holidays coming up, so I'll have to make a couple of orders for the other person that's coming down. Yeah. So, uh, it's good stuff. Uh, cheers, my friend. I'll cheers. Okay. Have, have a drink. Oh, I just spilled on my keyboard. Well, that'll be fun for you. I just, um, no, it's fine. What, uh, do you, do you, uh, like Oktoberfest beers? Cause right now there's just like a plethora abundance of them. You know, I, I really do like Oktoberfest and I was actually looking for one today and they're all gone from my local liquor store, which I was completely surprised by. Really? Yeah. They, Usually they, they stick around for at least all of October, but yeah. Yeah. That's what I was a little, little surprised. The, uh, Lion and Kugel's one is kind of my go-to this time of year. So yeah, sure. Sure. I've been trying uh, to drink I, a little bit more seasonal. So, yeah, Oktoberfest, brown ales now. Yeah. What's your winter go-to? Mm, stouts and porters. Oh, I just turned and saw the Bears game, and it's worse. So. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those days for that team. Um, we've got some interesting stuff to get to, I believe. Um the first thing is what's your what's your impression after you were on the show the first time and and going forward since then of the show yeah no of like your experience you were on the show and then you've heard the show since then what yeah what, I mean, what kind of feelings do you have what kind of what comes up things like that uh, I love it because it's an extension of like the Monday night crew that we used to have. And I, I mentioned this then, but it, it feels like I'm just hearing you guys like BSing at the bar or wherever, you know, at, you know, some restaurant at 2 a.m. or whatever. Same thing. It just feels like an extension of that. And I really enjoy it. It kind of helps me feel like I, I'm like, keeping track of you too. What uh, do you, do you, find yourself trying to chime in since you've been on before now or oh, yeah i definitely like want to respond to you and sometimes i like and i think i've seen some other folks on facebook and other places that like make a comment and then realize like they have to retract it later because they were just halfway through the show and you said something <laughs> else different and like i've totally wanted to do the same i gotcha i gotcha uh i i'm gonna have to take a week off at some point and listen to it and just hear other people on i think just uh to get that perspective. I've not had that perspective. I've been on every show. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I don't know gonna, if you could take a week off the EP credit. Uh, there's no, there's no backup there. <laughs> I can, I can do the behind the scenes stuff anywhere. I don't have to be at a mic to do that one. Okay. So, right. you know, I'm not saying, but maybe some other people on, on the show should maybe learn how to do some of this. <laughs> 
It's, it's really easy to make know. fun of him when he's not here. <laughs> <laughs> or you could do it too. It's really, it's a lot of little point and click and dragon. Just saying. I mean, I just, I just got a, a, a role, a permanent sub role. I don't need to be uh, <laughs> getting a promotion. What, what, what are we calling you? We gotta, we've got to come up with a better title than permanent sub guest uh, host. No, no, it's fine with me. Permanent subs feels good. <laughs> You just you just like the oxymoron effect of it, don't you? I do. It's kind of funny. <laughs> nope. I I refuse to accept that title. I'm, right, we're going. Well. We're gonna. If you have a suggestion for a title for Glenn on the show, <laughs> go ahead and chime in on our Facebook page. We will gladly take your suggestions. And you're probably going to be more creative than me, so it'll probably stick. I'm just saying. Um, no, right. Glenn, you cannot sign up under a fake account and suggest your own names. <laughs> All right. That's not allowed. I can Fair. see you do that. Oh, you're on your burner accounts. Start tweeting us. I can see you doing that. Like, <laughs> uh, at least it'd be someone tweeting you because I was just looking at the Twitter page today <laughs> and, uh, you're, it's real sad guys. Come on. It's, it's going to go for me. I'm coming out of my lost in life funk. Right, like right, 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 right. My my responsibilities dwindle here in about eight days, so uh, there'll be more interaction. Yeah, your SEO isn't very good either because I searched for Dad Gab and I got uh, Twitter for some Canadian uh, Dad Gab thing that's clearly died. DadGab.com actually yes. they control yes. that. Yes, so, I know that's why we couldn't get that. Uh, right. Page. I'm not happy about that. You to travel to Halifax and shake somebody down or something? Let's go. I've never <laughs> been to Halifax. Let's go. <laughs> I'm always up for a trip. You know me. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> what What is SEO? Uh, you're now you're talking technology. That's uh, search engine optimization. Like when you Google, like the way the hits come out. Like you want to have the right thing so that the Google crawls your site the right way so that you get. Uh, High up in the search results. So that's something you can help us out with? No, I'm terrible at that stuff. Come on. <laughs> you know more about it than us. I've gotten worse since the index days, not better. Oh, man. Oh, man. Okay. I think that's a good intro. We're out. <laughs> We're back. Thanks for hanging out with us again this week. As always, we truly appreciate it. I know you hear me say that every week, but we really do. I look at our uh, listener accounts every week, and uh, I get excited when I see it. So uh, from us to you, thanks for hanging out. Try to suggest this to some other people. We'll always take a, an added audience. We've got um, Glenn with us here, and we uh, Glenn has a list. First of all, Glenn's much more prepared than Mike and I doing this show. <laughs> like no, Mike no. and I, Mike and I have a pre-show meeting that lasts about twenty minutes, and the first question that we say is, "What are we doing this week?" Like, <laughs> so. I think it's more like type A personality sort of problem for me. <laughs> but so Glenn sent me a list, and we were we kind of had our pre-show meeting, and uh, I liked this part; it was intriguing to me, and as. Uh, dad gab topics i don't think it's been discussed much but it's definitely there and as we kind of fill in our time on this earth 
as we get older, we're we're missing some of this. So you want to intro? You got a story or something you said you wanted to bring yeah, up? Yeah, yeah. So I feel like sometimes I'm missing the thrill of competition. Um, you know, like right out of um, you know, we we obviously we participated in high school sports together in college. I did some silly club things and stuff around the dorm. Uh, right after school, I went to um, we had some team work teams and stuff. And uh, I was doing the running thing like you talked about and, and didn't even really run races very often, but I uh, haven't really done much lately. And I went and saw some a marathon the other weekend. And uh, while I really wasn't amped to go run that myself, I had this like thought of like, man, I feel like I should just, I need to go play or like you know, play some soccer or ultimate or like do something. I'm missing that thrill of like competition and that, I think the camaraderie too. I don't know. Do you feel that at all? I do. Um, I, I'm also around it a lot though, too. Yeah. Yeah. Coaching coaching wise, um, the camaraderie thing is depending on which team you're on and you're a coach, there is, or there's not camaraderie. Luckily we have good camaraderie, uh, at least on the coaching staff where I'm at. So that's a good thing. Um, also being in a school, you have a little bit more of a team concept, I guess, probably. Sure. So just overall with the faculty, things like that. Uh, but in terms of a tight-knit group com- camaraderie, I know exactly what you're coming from. Um, just that feeling of everybody's on the same page and the same mission, and this is what we're trying to accomplish. The The other aspect of it, I guess, is the adrenaline rush is kind of what you're getting at, though, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, like uh- – you know, even just before this today, I was like, I was kind of getting like amped up to like, to like be on the program. Right. And I think that same amped up happens when you're about to go to a game, you get a little nervous or a little, a little bit of uh, adrenaline rush. Yeah. And I, I don't, I, kinda, I think I missed that. Yeah, definitely missed that. Uh, there are certain days when I just want to put the pads on. I mean, <laughs> there, there, there are days. Could when you I just imagine wanna... that? <laughs> like the game's going terrible. You put the pads on, you run out there. Everybody goes, what the heck is that guy doing? <laughs> you know what? It's never even happened at a game. I could see like that. That is, I could see where that comes, but like, it's more about like practice. Like I, like there are certain days I just walk out to practice and I'm like, I could put them on today. Have yeah. you ever done it? Uh, so when I first started coaching, I won't name the school or the time frame, just in case. Uh, when I first, one of my first couple of years of coaching, uh, we made the postseason, and the head coach had all the younger coaches pad out because we were like our numbers were down by then. So, yeah, I was playing linebacker. Like I don't know at practice. At assume. practice, yeah, it's so like multiple days in a row. What? Were you yeah. gassed because you didn't have uh, any juice. <laughs> ooh, it was different. <laughs> Cause that was what uh, I was. I was twenty seven at the time, so uh, yeah. But it was also weird though too because uh, more experience. So I played some college too, you know. So then you're you're sitting. I'm sitting there in the middle linebacker spot, and I'm like, yep, I see where this play is going. Like, yeah, you can just re- <laughs> you just read the plays a lot quick. So like, I could get to the hole and make the tackle, and then and then. Uh, I remember they ran a sweep one time and uh, I went out and made the play and it was like, you know, the, the stud fullback had gotten the ball and then I just smoked him. (laughs) (laughs) What'd he do? And he just, he he got up and shook my hand, that type of deal. (laughs) But 
So that was fun. Uh, can't do that anymore. Like, no, that's no. I, there's no way hell I could do it, even if it was legal to do that anymore. But it's not. Is that even legal? I can't imagine it's legal to have 20, 20 to thirty sums pad out and play. Really? I can't. I, I don't think. I don't think so. Huh. not even just like screwing around in practice. Uh, but I doubt it. I doubt it. Wow. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, if anybody has any suggestions on this and it is legal, let me know. <laughs> you still might my, try it. <laughs> my, my current team could use some help, and I got some uh, guys in mind that can do it. Uh, <laughs> that are coaches. Uh, um, but, yeah, I miss that. Uh, I do miss that competition. I and, and like you were talking about, as adults, we try to fill that in, though, sometimes, right? Like, so uh, you played some softball back yeah. in the day, and and uh, Mike obviously still plays softball. And I started the team that kind of became what it is now that Mike plays on. Yeah. So I think we we continuously try to fill in that gap. Yeah, I think that's a beautiful uh, way to fulfill what I was kind of thinking. Like you, you get the camaraderie, you get the the thrill, all of that. I think it's great. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't have that actual, like, and I do miss that. Like, I don't have that team, so I coach teams. So, like, yeah. I, I have responsibilities above and beyond just playing. Yeah, I think it's way different. I think that's – Yeah. I, I would assume it doesn't fill that void all the way for you. Now, I will say it, it's a different feeling, but when you walk out and it's a big game, like a like a big playoff game, like a quarterfinal, semifinal game, yeah, or even like the state track meet, um, you get that adrenaline, but it's coming from a different spot. If what if, spot if is it coming from? Like it's more of um, an analyzation spot rather than like a competitor spot. Yeah, so it's, as, a, it's not a warrior spirit; it's a general spirit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> if that makes any sense. Like a general as in like someone commanding. Yeah, army, yeah, yeah. Correct. I mean, yeah. you're still getting yeah. amped for the uh, – and I I have this weird thing. At, uh, I work in IT, and uh, we have this weird thing where we use words that are very military-esque, and somehow my analogies tend to go there. But that's what I'm kind of saying here. Like like you're not the one on the front lines, but, but you do have this like amped-up energy that, that may, I assume, come from the officers as well. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I and I miss it. Uh, even just playing a pickup basketball game or things like that, I probably could um, seek some of that out, but I don't. And I probably use time as an excuse. But I, yeah. there's things I could do that I haven't done. Um, so that's why I think I've also tried to fill in the void of, uh working out as like somewhat of a competition type yeah. of thing. Like yeah, with, even with yourself kind of. Yeah. So using apps or, you know, something like that to oh, where yeah, yeah. things are, things are pushing, if that makes sense. Um, Cause it is, it's an adjustment. And I remember going, you know, from uh, high school athletics to college athletics and then going to nothing. There's a huge adjustment beyond just, um, the whole playing part, there's a whole, there's a mentality adjustment. Yeah. You know, my, uh, 
what am I supposed to call her? Lady OG? I don't know. Uh, my wife, my significant other. Uh, <laughs> she uh, she has an Apple Watch, and her and her friends are a lot connected on there. And it's the whole like trying to close rings, and it's like there's like a standing one and an activity one, and I don't know. There's uh, I don't know what the third I, one I, is. Don't, I don't know of this. What is there, so there's like three different rings that the whole Apple Watch like mentality, and uh, and like you can check in like a. Um, workout or something and like it tells and then you can like respond to it with like snarky things from your like watch just playing with people and having fun and like i think there's actually something kind of like what we're talking about where that you can like you can build a community and have some fun with that uh, and she does it seems like she um jokes their friends and has fun with that as a, as a way of doing it sort of asynchronously like you're kind of talking about hmm i may have to investigate this more yeah, I mean, it. yeah, it, it's sort of, it's kind of annoying too, I think. It's like trying to remind you to stand up every once in a while and stuff like that. But like, it can also be cool, like when yeah. you've checked in a workout or whatever. Yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Like, uh, if used properly, it could be interesting. Yeah. Especially if you can build your own community out of it. Uh, hashtag dad, yeah, community. <laughs> um, there you go. There you go. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> No, I, I think this is a good topic uh, because sometimes people are looking for that outlet in other ways and it's not always properly used. And it's dad gap show. So a lot of, you know, we're clearly more of the male topic and it can apply to females too. But yeah, I, I think there's, as, as we go through life, we're still looking for outlets to channel that, intensity and that motivation and, and all that stuff. Yeah. You, you mentioned, um, working out and, uh, and I was mentioning earlier my bike riding, uh, and there's this one way I can go home and I usually it's on the way home. There's this crazy hill and there's like, I know there's a certain part of the hill that I normally, cause I usually try to stand up the whole way I have a single speed and I try to stand up all the way to this one bridge. And like, it's kind of my own little, like if I can stand up to the bridge and I'm having a good day, or if I can even go further, my own little like measure of of uh, going against myself and there's something beautiful about just getting there and like and i'm all gassed at the end and like it's a mess and it's it kind of feels good again like yeah like coming off the bench in soccer at the end of a game when we were losing terribly and glenn gets to come in and gets winded after five minutes you know it's the same kind of thing it feels good <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's accomplishing a goal is what right like that's yeah. exactly what you're talking about but yeah but uh, but a physical goal and, a, and an athletic goal. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna veer subjects here as you brought up soccer for a minute. Um, have the have the boys from our high school have they won state? Do you know? Uh, I believe they have. Yeah. Yeah. So. So we're we're also on kind of the uh, the same spectrum of that of because so when I bring up where we went to high school and they're like oh they're a heck of a football team and I'm like yeah yeah they are and they're like that's pretty that's pretty good I I I feel like I always have to qualify like yeah it was a little bit different when I was there <laughs> like. like like we've we got the whole thing started, but now it's just kind of on a whole different level. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, agreed. Both for both programs, they both uh, switched to different conferences, and uh, I'm trying to look now to see how good they are, and they look pretty darn good. Holy cow! <laughs> I think they've lost a game. Wait, really? This is not the same team, right? Yeah, it is. Holy cow! They're going all the way to Alton for a game. 
Aurora? What? Wait, what is this? What are you doing? Uh, uh, it looks like it's the right one. Holy cow, they're going all over the place just to play. Well, yeah. The, I, like I said, I think... Well, they're more of a state-ranked type team now. Oh, I think it's a tournament. Yeah. That's what some of these are. Okay, Whew. Well, that makes I'm me feel sure. better. QND, both of our teams uh, really wanted a piece of QND. Yeah. It's... Wow. I. Just because I'm I'm still close by them though, like, so I I had to go to I was at the uh, medical facility recently, and uh, the lady that was doing my vitals was, was like, oh, you, are you a football coach or something? Because I had something in football, and I was like, yeah. And then she's like, and then she was asking if I was from this area, and I was like, no, I'm from you know where we were, and um, she's like, oh, yeah, they're good, they're re- <laughs> they're. Re- they're really good, and I'm like, yeah, they're they're pretty good. She's like, no, no, you don't have to be humble about it. They're they're good, and right there, I'm like, I see. I got to give the qualifier. Like, I feel like I have to qualify. Why? I don't know. Like you aren't know. part of it. Like it, it's just different now because it is. It's completely different. But <laughs> just I don't know. Do you think? And this is a weird thing. Maybe this is like a legacy question. Do you think some of that is built on on? some of the stuff that you brought in your days or do and maybe maybe this is better said a different way as a coach does the do the players that come through help build the legacy for the next generation the next sort of round they can they can have no impact too i mean we kind of got everything going by you know making the postseason for the first time and all that stuff um so we just kind of got the ball rolling on the avalanche but (laughs) When the when the new regime took over, and then they go, where are they at right now? I'm looking at it, seven for eight on state titles. Oh my god, that's insane! So since 2010, seven for eight on state titles, like hmm, that's just a little bit of a difference. Yeah, yeah, it is. You're right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, uh, we're back. So uh, it's that time of year. It's, uh, it's October, and uh, it's time for the World Series. So let's talk some baseball, Mr. Lucky. Baseball, that's always number one topic on the show from, uh, <laughs> from, from the female feedback, at least I'm getting. like They love it. They love it when we get in-depth and talk fourth, fourth starting pitchers on teams. <laughs> I thought it was basketball in the third point guard that was the, the real way to go here. Usually it's both. It's it's either way. In depth on sports is bad. From the right. from different perspectives. Well, let's go first. Can we? I think we need to get this out of the way. Uh, do you want to talk about your boys? We can talk. I. You know what? I. I was glad it was a sweep. How about that? <laughs> it's sad. Uh, as soon as, uh, <laughs> as soon as they were down three nothing, you're like, so going into you're like, well. Let's see how they do. And then what they scored, the Nationals put up seven in the first. And you're just like, end it. Just, just <laughs> mercy kill. Let's just, yeah. I, just rip that band aid off and just uh, end it. 
I'm okay with their season. Like I had kind of said before, I, I feel like it kind of validated that they, you know, they're not an afterthought, I guess, as it's weird though. Cause like, so I'm on the St. Louis newspaper a lot reading stuff. I actually subscribe to it. I, I pay for local newspapers. Oh, good. So, um, but this St. Louis fans are fickle because they're called. There's a lot of pissy fans that are not happy with how it went. And you're just like, uh, they got outplayed. The the other team pitched better and they hit. Yeah, that wins. Like, like the Cardinals didn't pitch terrible, except for uh, the last game. But the other games, the other team pitched better, and pitching wins. Yep. So. Yeah. Um, I also feel like uh could be just one of those national seasons too, you know what I mean? Like uh I had a funny feeling after they hit the Grand Slam walk off, or it wasn't a walk off, but the Grand Slam off the Dodgers to uh win that game, you're like, uh oh. Yeah. It's just one of those momentum things you just it, it just seems to carry over. Just as more and more I watch more too, like yeah, that's like a team bonding thing right there. They're gonna it's and, and it's happened to the Cardinals more than once. That's how I've seen it. Uh, yeah, yeah. For example, the Red Sox of 04, you're just like, yeah. Oh, was that the, the comeback from three down? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was the comeback. And then you run into him in the series. You're like, no, no, they just won eight straight postseason games. That's going to go ahead and do it. And the first time you see, you're like, did that happen? And then you start seeing it more. And you're like, I, I see the signs. I, I see what's coming. Yeah. But I have a very specific memory of us at, at a, a college bar watching that yes. game. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. I don't and, have specific memories like that. I usually. was definitely cheering on the Red Sox, and then <laughs> they just killed the Cardinals, and you're just like, oh. So then I beca- that, that, that instituted a new fan rule for me. Uh, don't cheer for other teams in the playoffs because your team might play them. So, <laughs> how do you feel now? Uh, do you cheer on the team that beats your team, or are you adamantly against the team? Uh, well, let's set it up. Okay, okay. so uh, we have the World Series, uh, which starts Tuesday, and so, we yeah. have the Nationals and Astros. And I and I think we're both kind of on the same page here. So we're National League type guys. Yeah, I think. Uh, so I'm rooting for the Nationals because I want the National League to win. I also, uh, and I think the Astros have had enough lately. Uh, you know, they've done well. I think the Nationals, uh, maybe I don't know this well, but I don't feel like they've done as well. And, and I think they've, as the Astros, and I think they deserve a shot, especially after all the Harper stuff. And I don't know. I having I actually thought about this. I visited both cities, uh, and they're very different. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like extraordinarily different. Uh, but, yeah, I think I'm, I'm all for the Nationals. To answer your question, know that, that they have not won a postseason series okay. down, until they beat the Dodgers. Holy, okay, I knew it wasn't good, but I, so okay. they had not even done that. So hitting that grand slam, winning their first postseason series, then yeah, um, I don't know how this is going to go though. With because I mean, it's not like the Astros are coming in any less fired up after they make the World Series on a walk off home run, right? Right, right. Um, That's a heck of a way to to win a game and win a series. And then you, and it, you. I mean, on paper, it looks like the Nash, the Astros are better, but that's why they play the games, yeah. as they all say. So, I think 
I I could see it going six or seven though. I'd like to. I mean, we, that's that's what we want to see in a World Series. Um, we want drama. Yeah, being fairly even matched up. Um, also, I feel like the Astros are a little snarky too. Like it could just be me. They're like, oh well, we did it like this. Here's how we built our team, and also they're built on tanking. So, uh, and we all know our my feelings on tanking. Well, we're not get into that because Mike's not here. <laughs> so, um, I feel like they're a little snarky. And if you want to get into it, when they most of those guys they call superstars were actually already in their minor league system before they started tanking. But that's neither here nor there. Right. Uh, anyway, uh, I was just checking on who has home field advantage. Uh, Astros do. Yeah, and it's uh, – remind me. I feel like I shouldn't have to be reminded, but it's back to uh, – how, how did they establish that now? It's not all-star yeah. game anymore. It's, it's is it who has, flip-flop? It's who, has the, it's who has the best record. Best record. Okay. Then that so makes, okay. They do it right now. So they used to do it where it was just flip-flopped every year, just – Nationals nationally got it one year. American got it one year. Yeah, that's dumb. Then they did the All Star Game thing, which was also dumb. Yeah. Now they actually do it. Whichever team has the best record, right? Has which makes field. sense. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so okay. then the DH rule is as per the home field, right? Yes. So you will have the first two games will have the DH rule in effect. I hate the DH rule. <laughs> Um, we could go bigger on this. Should should baseball adopt a universal rule? They should. And the answer, and I hate that I have to say this, is that everyone should have the DH. But the real answer should be nobody has the DH. Yeah, agreed. The DH was instituted because the American League was lacking in attendance and wanted to score more runs. So they put it in 1972. I... I, you know, when I watch the play, like when I, I don't really watch the games typically in the playoffs when they're not my team, but when I look at some of the box scores, I just look how nice and clean an American League box score is without all these pitching changes and double switches. And like the, the National League, like lover in me, like thinks it's garbage. But then on the flip side, like it's probably a quicker game. It's probably more runs. I, I hate that I, I and I did not. No, expect- wait, wait. You just, yeah, you no, just hold on. Contradicted hold on. yourself. I know. I probably I I hate that I have to say this, but if if we have to pick one, I think we have to pick DH, and I hate no, it. I hate no, it because. I, no, hold on. I no, know this doesn't I, make I any know. sense. I I've just totally flipped on my own self right here. <laughs> Look, I think we, the yeah, DH we is, like it. We like it. I think the DH is awful. I think it is. And here's here's the line after multiple beers at a lovely tap room in Chicago, Illinois, called Half Acre. I came up with the saying, and I think it's amazing. The DH is un-American because all men are created equal. <laughs> all right. All right. I may make that the title of this podcast. So <laughs> I I think it's garbage that the that they, the pitchers don't even have to think about hitting anymore. I hate it. But if we're talking about flow of the game and all of that sort of thing, maybe it actually makes sense. Um, well – and that's not actually why I was saying you contradicted yourself. I was saying you contradicted yourself because you said more runs equals shorter game, and that's definitely oh, not you're true. right. Good point. Good point. Good. Well said. Well said. I definitely um, said that wrong. Because National well, League games, I think, by far are shorter than American League games. Really? I would not have expected that. Well, you, 
Oh, wait. Yes, I do. Yeah, I would. That, when, I made that when, point about when the it, Yes, When yes. it's like 10 to 7, like people – and I don't you know, actually think baseball fans really care how long games go personally. Like the, even as long as they're within a reasonable amount, you know. Yeah, right. Like the, the terrible commissioner that they have right now is trying to make, you know, these subtle changes that's like, well, our average game is 307 and he got it down to 305. And you're like, really? Two minutes, who cares? Two minutes. Yeah. Like when I think, however, when you start getting into the 12, 10 games and they're lasting four and a half hours. Yeah. It takes forever. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I don't like the DH. I think you are correct. I think that's what eventually will happen is there'll just be a universal DH. Yeah, if you can't get rid of the DH, like if we if we must have the DH, then everyone should have the DH. Like it, it I'm more inconsistency is more important to me than uh, my strong feelings against the DH. I um, also think that could happen with the next CBA, which is coming up, yeah. which is kind of an important one because they are not even close, as far as I know, in terms of what both sides want. So then we could strike. That'll be fun. Or a lockout, whatever uh, you want to call it. Yikes. Good times. Good times. Um, other baseball news. Did you read about this supposed minor league baseball contraction? I did. Uh, I found it interesting. I it, it Okay, the way I read it was basically if we have less minor leaguers, we can pay them more. And we can ensure there are better quality of facilities at the ones that are left. Is, is that how you read the situation? Yeah, that's kind of what I gleamed out of it. Uh, so what the kind of proposal is that we're talking about in the CBA is they want to contract basically half of the minor leagues is – is kind oh, of what I got. I, I thought it was a quarter. 25%? Yeah. Okay. 25% of the minor leagues. So right now, minor league-wise, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, there is rookie ball. Then there's um, short season ball. Like low A. Is that low A? No. No. Oh. Low A is the first full season league. Okay. And then there is uh, – I'm I'm terrible on air right now. I should have I should have got this up. There's high A, low A, double and triple. Yes, yes. Um, there's yeah. Starts out triple, then double, high A, low A. Then I believe it's short season A. Okay, and that's and still then, all on one. Like all have one affiliate, and then rookie ball yeah, is where they intermix. Rookie teams. ball, they can yeah. Okay. Um, are you pulling it up or do you want me to pull it up? Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to find it, but uh, it almost doesn't matter. Whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, it, it clearly the minor leaguers are underpaid, like fundamentally underpaid. Oh, yeah. And Oh, that, that's for sure. And I also would say, like, growing up, minor league games were – a delightful moment uh, in my life. Like my parents, especially my dad and I would go to games and I really enjoyed the heck out of them. I love the minor league experience. I actually miss that. I haven't, uh, there's a team here that's independent that actually is on the list to actually be affiliated. Yes. Uh, which is worth it because it's a very nice facility uh, as I understand it. And um, 
It's in the same league as Carlos Zambrano's team that for yeah. for a little bit. I actually wanted to go to a game just to see if I could see Carlos Zambrano. Uh, but anyway, uh, I, the minor leagues is a beautiful thing. We need to make sure it's it's vibrant and. Um, if it takes a uh, contraction, that's fine, whatever. I mean, I think there's enough independent ball that you could kind of keep some of those teams alive in a different way and that'd be fine. I don't know. So like uh, my, uh, what I think it, my point I was trying to make was that um, they aren't getting paid enough. They're, they're getting called seasonal employees. The, the disparity between those who just signed and those with signing bonuses. And then you go like, it just doesn't make any sense the way baseball is all, all laid out in my opinion. So if you can equalize pay from start to finish in a whole baseball career more than they do today, I think that's, I think it's important and I think it's better for the game. Um, did you see the proposed bill that was put forth in Congress to make sure base minor league baseball players were paid at least uh, minimum wage. I, I've heard rumor of such things. I didn't actually see that it was official. This but... was, um, I think it was last year it was proposed. So obviously where I live, we have a minor league team, which I love going. We love going to it. We go to, um, we probably don't go enough to be honest. Yeah. Uh, Are they single A? Uh, they're single A. They're low A. Okay. So I'll, I've got the structure here too. So there's rookie ball, rookie advanced, short season, Oh Low A, high A, double A, triple A. It so, is a lot of baseball. <laughs> there, there, there is a lot of levels now. So, where I live, and so our the congressman or congresswoman who represents our area, she also has the Quad Cities. So therefore, there is a minor league affiliate in the Quad Cities too. Yeah. So she had two Quad Cities teams to deal with. And so it was kind of a big controversy in the area when the uh, the minor league pay bill came up in Congress and what was going to happen with it and how it went down. Now, like I said, we love going to the, the minor league games. We can go for – if you buy the tickets at least a day in advance, I think it's 11 bucks. Okay. And then – But wait, now, now we have to go to the other side of this. So yeah. I – one of the things we love about minor league baseball is its accessibility, especially at a price point. And mm-hmm. we, we, I can't be talking out of both sides of my mouth because I love that idea. And I love how it's family accessible at a lower price point, but I also, it's because nobody's getting paid. And so what it really means is that the major league teams are going to have to throw in more money. Yeah, so that, exactly. That, like that's, that's so the it, only way this is going to work. Well, from what I know, so, and I don't know the, how the complete structure works. The major league team pays the salary of the players. It's not the minor league team. I read that as well. And it's like, I think it's the so, coaching staff and the facilities. That's the, the, the minor league team's responsibility. Right. Right. So I don't think upping ticket prices is going to increase the pay. It's already yeah, coming from, good, they're not making, point. they're they're not making any money on that, on that anyway. Good point. Good point. Yes, good. That helps helps my world. <laughs> so, but we love going. Uh, we we'll take uh, all the girls, and I think this team around here averages a couple thousand a game. Nothing like what the team around you averages, which I'm told is just sold out every game, because it's just one of those deals. Yeah, but I mean, I think the stadiums are actually kind of similar, like in a downtown and like well known and yeah, yeah. Um, 
Um, so a couple years ago, Caterpillar helped kind of refinance this whole thing for the team here. They stepped in and like their whole finance department um, kind of helped out the team and, and they got some tax something, restructured some deals and, and basically made the team solvent oh. um, to the point where they were, I think they're turning profits now. But, um, and one of the things that they said was uh, to, in, uh, to improve quality of life, you know, for everybody just to have that other outlet for something to do in different areas and things like that. Yeah. From a baseball perspective, look, if they take some of these teams and they go independent, they're just going to fold. I got a feeling. Yeah. And you're probably right. And it will, I think, decrease access to some of the sport for, for some people. Yeah, um, I guess you're right. Yeah, you're you're. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't like that thought, but y- yes, you, it's going to happen. But um, maybe that's important. Maybe that's. I mean, in a world where baseball is actually liked, let um, you know, liked is not the right word, but like followed less. Maybe it's okay that the you kind of trim down to have a higher quality product overall. You could. I'm not denying that fact at all. I just. I think it's interesting. Change is always good and bad, right? Like there's yeah. not there's not one side to it or the other. I mean, I hope we still have a team around here. Um, but who knows? Because I, I didn't get I didn't read the full proposal because I saw they want to switch some teams from AAA to single A, which is insane. That's a big yeah, change. That's a huge, huge deal. Um, the uh, the Cardinals AAA in Memphis, which they owned for a while the team owned and then they sold it back to somebody in Memphis. Like it generates some money down there. I know. And so, and I'm sure it's just like that elsewhere too. When yeah, there's, there's some, cause these AAA stadiums are no joke. Yeah. Like it's not, you know, you go to some of these stadiums and it's, they are, you know, top notch facilities on what they have. Now, I don't know. It's interesting. I change, like I said, change is good and bad. I am interested to see what they propose and how it goes down and how it affects other teams. Um, Throwing this full circle to the Astros who think they know everything. um, (laughs) That's the gist I get from them. They feel like we're smarter than everybody else. And you want to say like, you know, they've been doing this sport for about 170 years. Right. So. (laughs) All right. What what, throw it back to what's what's the um, Astros got? So they actually they um, decreased their minor league teams a couple of years ago. They had nine teams, and now they only have seven. So they they independently got rid of some teams. That probably makes sense. Nine is a lot. Yeah, it is. No denying. All right. Well, we'll see what happens, I guess. We're back. Kid segment, baby. If you don't know the new uh, loops, you should know the kid segment loop because I specifically have that every week. So uh, kid segment. Uh, Glenn, as mentioned before, is an IT guy. Um, And so we kind of got on the topic of screen time. 
and screen time for kids, good or bad. That's obviously a discussion that has been more and more recently come up in just the conversations um, throughout the country or throughout the world. What uh, what's your what's your feeling on screen time? So as a kid, wh- when did you first have your first computer? Um, it was always a shared. I don't think there was ever a point where there wasn't a shared computer for everybody. Um, okay. And like, and this totally dates me, but like the first month we had AOL, the the bill was a hundred bucks between me and my sister. She was in the chat rooms, and I was like downloading games or doing something. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, and like, my dad flipped a lid, and like. Uh, yeah. Then, like, but it's easier to control when there's just one apparatus, you know, like, right. you can, and it was a big, you know, CRT and all these things like, and it wasn't mobile. And it was like, you could watch that better. But now I have to imagine, like, how do you, how do you keep track of the screens these kids are on? Well, it, it takes some initiative on the parents' part. <laughs> like you can't just, it's for real. So my daughter has a tablet. My oldest has a tablet, Yeah, but it is, it's under so it's an android tablet so it's and she's too young to have an android account yet um so it's under my android account name or my my google account so um it's it's closely monitored it's all i we always know where it's at too like it's always put in the same spot every day okay do you use the uh so i have an android phone and i've been trying for my own screen time i've been trying to use the timers have you tried those how do you feel? I've about never, those? I've never tried those. I'm not opposed to that. So, um, I might not have the latest version because I have a Pixel, but uh, it in there you can set a timer for a given day, how many hours or minutes a given app can be used, and then the app won't work anymore after that. You can go in and delete the timer and make it start working again, which sure. I'm sure a kid could figure out eventually, but defeats like, the purpose though, kind of like. But at least it gets you to like actively like, oh, I can't do this anymore. Like it's making me stop. You know, like. Uh, do you, do you use this feature? I used it for a while. I tried <laughs> to find like a sweet spot of like I have a problem with reading uh, like news and stuff. I take I spend way too much of my life reading news. And uh, you go, you go click all with it where you just read this story, read this story, read this story, read this. Story. Yeah. I got like my three, I got like Google news and then um, yeah, a local newspaper and then Chicago Tribune for where I used to live. And uh, I usually end up scrolling through all those. And there's, there's points in like, like this weekend, a few times I wake up in the morning, I was by myself. Um, my wife wasn't waking up yet and I'm spending way too much time. And uh, just, I actually, I'm bored because the same story is still there. Like I want a different story to show up, uh, which is ridiculous. And I am, I fear that I have a problem like with screen time. (laughs) And so I can't imagine like kids not having a problem too. So, and I think screen time is definitely a thing. Um, I fight cell phones in my classroom. Um, I try to incorporate cell phones too. So I'm not like, totally against having the phone in the classroom because the cell phone's a computer right yeah and that's what i try to get kids to understand and other like you have a computer in your pocket that is way more powerful than i ever had anything as a kid um and can access more things so do you you have them use it as an extension of knowledge uh yeah yeah so we'll utilize you know for projects or things like that so rather than going to a computer lab or uh, using the computer. They can, I have computers in my room to use. Uh, 
But I say you can use your cell phone. You can do research. You can look up this. You can, you know. Yeah. Now, that's not always appropriate, though, depending on the lesson or things like that. And then that's where the screen time thing becomes a problem. Because as we're learning, we get endorphins for checking messages and replying and and then it becomes addicting and, and, yeah. and that kind of aspect of it. So I run into it as a as a dad. It's already been established. Rules have kind of already been established when you're allowed to, when you're not allowed to. Yeah. And if you are in trouble, it's been, you know, it's been taken away before. And the tablet has. And uh, she's very much restricted on there's only certain apps on there that she can use yeah. and go to. But I also kind of wonder, because I used to watch a lot of TV back in the day, too. <laughs> like, or a lot of movies. Uh, and so I don't, I don't know how much different that is. I'm sure it is. But, I, you know, so you, I try to, I also contemplate those kind of things, too. Do you, um, do you find yourself when you're in a moment and you're trying to do something and you're trying to just distract the kid, you're like, you throw a, the tablet at her? Like, is yeah, that... It's it, happened, for it, sure. It feels it's like happened. it's an easy, and I don't, I don't know, this is not offensive, like, easy cop-out. Like, it's an easy... Does that... Do you struggle with um, sort of keeping the rules in force while also needing the pragmatism of, like, please entertain this child? Like, yeah, so there's been times that or so in the summer she goes to practice with me. And she, Yeah, what are you gonna do? There, you you gotta <laughs> there, there are certain points of practice where she can interact and, and help out, and there's other points where she can't. So she, I'll give her my cell phone and she she there's certain apps on there that she can use. There's a doodle app and a drawing app. There's also YouTube kids that she'll get on and, and watch YouTube videos. Wait, so there's a YouTube kids? Yeah. And that has a guarantee of not having crazy content? No, not guarantee, <laughs> but I it's it's more geared towards kids on and I've seen and so I can, you know, being YouTube too, you can go watch history and, and see what's on there for the history. And she watches some of the dumbest stuff on there too. Like and and it's not just her, it's kids like they watch other kids like open boxes and <laughs> open toys and like play with these toys and they're just it's some of the stupidest stuff ever and and i'm kind of i'm always like you're watching what how much does she get that on her own and how much does she get it from the like the youtube like suggestions i think it's i think that's how it started was from the suggestions on like man what is that algorithm that's what i (laughs) (laughs) but it's it's dumb and then so now we have a so we have one of those, uh, the, the I don't know, Google Home screens or Nest screens or whatever they're called. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so, and it can play YouTube videos. So she'll sit there and yell at the screen, play YouTube kids. And, oh God, that sounds play. awful. No offense. <laughs> it'll, it'll, and I, there's certain times I let her do it and certain times I don't though too. Yeah. But now just because of the refreshment profession I am in, I see other parents who it's the kid never gets the screen taken away no matter what happens. Okay. And then that becomes an issue too. So I think as kind of with anything, you've, you've got to play the middle, so to speak. 
Yeah, and and somewhere between carrot and stick, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if you take it all away and you the child never interacts with the screen, then it's a whole different problem. Right, and then you're not being realistic about the world the child would go into either. Yeah, because I'm always wondering about that. Like, so clearly everybody has their own um, ideal set of what the world will be like and what it should be like. And then we have to also realize what it is like. And so to not have a screen at all is just, and I, I, I'll give you a full example about, you know, so us growing up, how would we get home and from uh, sports practices and stuff when you're in middle school, a lot of times you would use a payphone. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that payphone, right? Right by yeah, the bus yeah. lane, by cafeteria. Yeah. <laughs> there are no payphones anymore. Right. Sure, and, of course not. And because uh, my wife and I always said, well, our, our child's never getting a, a cell phone until they're in high school. Why don't they need one in high school? And then you start thinking about things like that, how the world has changed to where, oh, well, I guess if she is in activities in, in middle school or junior high, then she may need a cell phone at some point earlier yeah. than what we actually want to give her one. Yeah. And, and the other kids will have it. And then you have like a social like anxiety problem if they don't yeah. have it. And right. yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a so, so it's problem. You, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's tough. Like you, cause you, they still have to interact with the outside world, even though it may not be the ideal world that, that we're all in. Do you have problems modeling? Like, do you have problems with where, you just need a second and you're, so you're on your phone, just sort of just using your second. And do you have problems like worrying about, am I modeling the right behavior to, um, your, to your kids? Uh, not so much, I guess. I guess I don't worry about it. Do, um, you, do you think it's, it's because you, I mean, you have multiple and you have a lot going on in life. And so maybe you don't have a second usually, and maybe that's an easy way, but no, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> Like, I'm sure there are things that I do that aren't the appropriate things to do at that time, you know, but anybody does them though. So I just right. don't worry about it. Right. Okay. Um, I guess. Not I trying to shame you. I feel like I just. No, don't. no, no, no. <laughs> because, because there are certain things just as humans that we do that you're like, why did I do that? You know, yeah. like, and not, not that it's over the top or just, it could just be something simple, but um so I also try not to overanalyze myself on that kind of thing too. Yeah, I think. you could you could go down a dark place. Yeah, you, thinking you about could, every way that you're influencing your kid. Exactly, and, <laughs> and then good. you get anxiety, and then you freak out, and you're just like, "No, calm down." Yeah, um, because then you realize that you're not the sole influencer on the child. Yeah, you you can have to be like the baseline influencers, but there's aunts and uncles and grandpas and and people at school and other people that the kid will interact with that will also influence the child. Yeah. Yeah. So I think you try to take that. The screen time thing is not going away clearly though. Yeah. And I, I like the timer thing you said. That was nice. I, yeah, I, it, I hadn't researched that, but yeah, uh, it's on the latest version of Android. I don't, I don't know if it's, if it's on the one before that, but give it a shot. It's interesting. I think it's helpful. Uh, I, I did end up deleting them. So, <laughs> actually well, what i what i did was increase it to very high and then recently i almost hit that and i was like i am embarrassed <laughs> with my life well, it happens it <laughs> happens
we're back. The ever popular odds and ends segment with the dog barking in the background. I'm sorry, Abe is really loud. <laughs> we like it. We like the whole family's involved. So uh we are we just got off during the uh I was call it the commercial break, but I guess I call it the loop break. Intermission during the, loop, during the uh, intermission, we were discussing Napster, which was fun. Uh re- reminiscing uh back in the days before metallica came along and ruined that whole deal (laughs) (laughs) i don't think we can blame just them no no i actually got banned from uh dr dre you did what i got banned from napster uh from uh dr dre lawsuit on it (laughs) i forgot about this (laughs) yeah this is amazing (laughs) some people got metallica i got banned from dr dre so how about that Uh, (laughs) You on one of your lists on the list you sent me, one of your items was raking leaves or leaf blowers. Okay, I want yes, let's talk. Uh, <laughs> I am fairly anti small engine, so I uh, I don't have a snow blower. I I do have a leaf blower. We'll talk about that. Um, I for a while I had a real mower, R E E L, as in like manual. Yeah. Uh, now we have an electric one. I just hate the sound of small engines and uh, especially like gas engines, but also just the sound of like backyard, like annoyances and a leaf blower fits into that. Yesterday for the first time I used the blower to, to mess with leaves and I was somewhat embarrassed with my life. Why? I, it just felt philosophically incorrect. Like I felt like I was annoying. My neighbor was out a couple doors down and he was doing stuff. And I feel like I was annoying him. And I know I wasn't because I'm sure he has one. He has all sorts of power tools. Who cares? But it just felt like one, I was cheating. And two, it was super loud. Like I was like the loud guy with the loud engine, even though it's just an electric leaf blower. Like I just, I, I felt like I had like, like given up my ideals or something. Two thoughts. Two thoughts, Please. maybe possibly three. Uh, one, isn't that just the evolution of things? So rather than manual labor, you're using machine powered labor. Sure, but there's this something about, uh, and I think there's this manliness that I lack in most of my life that I want to, <laughs> I want to just like the backyard raking, the snow removal. This is this is Glenn's arms and body. Like this is. This is me doing this task. Next thing. Um, isn't that fairly similar to a lawnmower and being loud? Uh, the electric- you, could go, you could go old school and get the old push lawnmower with the little roller cutter thing. Sure. Yeah. Uh, the electric lawnmower is significantly less loud than the electric leaf blower. Okay. I think what about, it's the loud that bothers me. So it's the noise level. It's not the actual machine itself. Well, it's both. It's the noise level plus the machine. Like if it, if it was less noisy, I may have been okay with it. Like I, f- I find myself down the slippery slope at this point. Like I was hardcore real mower at first. And then I was incorrectly getting the quality of the cut according to my significant other. And therefore, and a mower had to be purchased. So then I moved to electric mower. Like Time got, out. Time but, out. Let's yeah. back this conversation up maybe 30 seconds or so. You had the old school mower 
Yeah, real, like a R E E L. Yeah. Like it, it spins around. I was trying to figure out what that was at the time. Okay. Um, it, how like long it's did a you real, use like this? A, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know, a year, two years. You're nuts. I, mean, I don't have a large yard. It takes, <laughs> I, know. Uh, I don't know, 30 minutes, no more. Yeah, still nuts. Okay. But if you're too lazy with that thing, because it, it's just like shearing the, gla- the grass, kind of like a pair of scissors, but in a different right. way. Right. And if you're too lazy and you get to the grass gets too long, it gets it starts to pull the grass out. I gotcha. And like I not gotcha. cut it, it gets all messed up. And so, so it was it looked like a bad haircut basically. What was the the timetable? How often would you have to do it? Uh, I mean, probably a week would have been the right way, but at I least once a week. I was probably more like a week and a half, two weeks, and then we got into <laughs> problems. Okay, back to the leaf blower. Um, so do you have an is it an electric leaf blower or is it uh, it's the same battery that goes in the lawnmower we bought the the leaf blower as well and okay. I was okay. very adamantly against this leaf blower uh, okay. again the sniffing other she said well we need to get it to get the leaves out of the like the garden areas and the like landscaping areas that right. are like wood chipped and then like leaves on top right and I I totally lost like and it felt again like and it shouldn't be that like a discussion with your, your sniffing other is a win and a lose, but it felt like a lose. Uh, no. And, and then I went and used it yesterday, which totally also confirms like that she was right a little bit, which also makes me feel, again, I shouldn't feel upset that she was right because it's good when she's right, but it's still, I didn't like it. You didn't like it because it was better than what you thought or because you lost the argument? No, it felt like I was doing the thing I didn't want to be doing. But then while doing it, it was successful. So it, it's like when you have to come around on your own ideals. Like when you have to like... I got you. You, it, you had to change your thought. Yeah. I didn't want the change. <laughs> now, do you have like a... like uh, Are you... So clearly you didn't have any sort of blower before. Like, so like I have a blower for after I mow the grass to like blow the stuff off sidewalk, the the cut off sidewalks. Are you going to do that with it? Are you going to use it for multiple purposes? I did did use it for that uh, recently as well. Uh, It felt like for some reason in my head, the the leaf blowing itself was a major moment. That's the moment I had yesterday. But before (laughs) that, I had used it to clear some sidewalks. Okay. Okay. And uh, even doing that, I felt a little bit compromised. <laughs> now, uh, I saw one recently on TV. Like it, it did both. It could blow the leaves and also like suck the leaves, like a vacuum. That's what this one does too. And I never really tried that attachment. And uh, <laughs> I feel like it would be even louder than I want. <laughs> I'm sure at some point I will compromise my values and do that, but I'm not you- there yet. You really like this tranquil, silent environment. That's what I'm getting. I, I don't know. I got the back of my yard is kind of like fort. It's like a fortress. There's a fence and a garage and a bunch of trees, and it kind of feels like like serenity in an urban environment. And uh, I don't know. And I don't hear a lot of stuff from my neighbors for some reason. And so I don't know. I just feel like I don't want to cause that as well. Okay, I'm with you. <laughs> I'm with you now. Now, living in the land of the snow, do you have a snowblower? No, absolutely not. Firmly, no. So you, you're a shoveler? Yes, and I really like – it's called the plow. It's a shovel I have that's like – it's a push shovel. <laughs> and it's like 
You can't even see my hands on the video. It's super <laughs> wide. It's like three feet wide. And it's the, called the plow? It's called the plow. Okay. It's amazing. But you have to, you got to time yourself. This is, this is not one to be uh, procrastinating on. Like if it's coming down, you got to go out in shifts or else you're screwing yourself. <laughs> Okay, what's the what's the max on it? Like six inches? I mean, you know, moisture level. There's all sorts of variables here well, that sure, I can't, I can't sure. play into it. Uh, uh, so did you did you mess up one time? Oh, I've messed up a bunch of times. And there's sometimes you just in, inevitably you can't you can't get out there soon enough. And then you have to. I got like this coal shovel that I at least I call it a coal shovel. I don't know what it is. Um, but it's sort of the big scoop, and you scoop that out and throw it, and then you come in with the plow later. I have a whole methodology. It's amazing, and I. It very sounds- much enjoy the experience. <laughs> I, I do not. <laughs> uh, uh, well, wait, I have to caveat that. I enjoy the experience about until January, maybe <laughs> February. And then I'm like, I'm done. There was one in April two years ago. And I was like, what is going on? There's 22 <laughs> inches of snow. This is so stupid. I, uh, I, I like the snow and I like to be out in the cold. I just don't like shoveling. Like, <laughs> I love snow. the serenity of snow and a night and, and it makes, it dampens all the noise. It's, it's the noise again, uh, dampens the noise. And, uh, and actually coming from football from you, I have this like weird feeling. Like sometimes when I have to, when I've got the plow, I feel like I have to even say it like that, the plow, the plow. Um, yes. when you get when you need to get like a running start at it, I feel like it's like hitting those, like the, the sleds. In football, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's the, the mentality. I've never hit one of those. I have no idea, but that sort so, of feels like that. You're competing again. You've got some competition. You're getting the. You're filling in the thrill of competition a little. Maybe bit. Maybe you're right. Maybe that's it. <laughs> have, have you had a snow up there yet? In the uh, land of the snow. It's what you guys call it. It's not that bad. Uh, <laughs> it did snow once. It stuck on the porch, but not on the grass. Yeah, it's not that bad. But we, it's not even come close to that here yet. And we're only, you know, five and a half hours away. It's fine. <laughs> You're just used to it by now. I, I mean, the the net precipitation as it comes to water is probably well, maybe from where you're at, but from where from Chicago, it's not more in terms of precipitation. It just comes no. down as snow and things instead of rain and things. Right, and I I will honestly take if it's a little snow or a little rain, I will take snow over rain. That sounds right for you. <laughs> it does. Um, you also, on this list, you uh, discussed bands you should be embarrassed to like. What, yeah. You clearly had something in mind there. Like, uh, yeah, I've, I've been, um, I've been uh, attacked, I would almost use the word, for liking attacked. Nickelback at times. Uh, and I know we need Mike for this a little attacked, bit. Attacked by Mike? Like, yeah. <laughs> no, Mike loved Nickelback. He loved that first album. I know. He I loved know. it. And then flipped it. He loved it. Like, that's BS <laughs> if he ever flipped. I, that's total garbage. That's actually another one on this on this list of uh, bands that have evolved. Maybe for him, they evolved in a direction he didn't want. But, <laughs> like... Uh, I get mocked for that. I get mocked for, um, it was actually a strong debate about system of down and Creed. And I equated Creed to system of a down, uh, in terms of like a time and a place in my heart. Like I 
enjoyed both of them. I don't listen to either of them now. And I was uh, assailed for, for claiming that Creed is anywhere close to System of a Down, which... I feel like there are fervent System of a Down fans that, like, that's... That's it. Like uh, that band is held in high regard. That it it because I've come across these people and you can't even remotely say anything bad. Yeah, they're uh, yes, you're right, and they're not exactly the same genre. I would say one is much more crazy. I don't know, it's crazy metal a thing, uh, kind of towards new metal, and one was more mainstream and fine. But like, neither band is amazing. But I enjoy parts <laughs> of both bands work and i'm i don't want to feel bad about it like i'm not going to you shouldn't you shouldn't feel bad about music that you like exactly and but so i've had to do some defending at times of you you know people make this go ahead you're an adult damn it (laughs) like you like what you like yeah i agree i agree uh so, you know, there's all these jokes about Nickelback. And I'm like, uh, I, I'll i tell you, uh, what's the picture? Photograph? Look at this yeah. photograph. Yeah. 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 I cried to that song one time. I don't care. Deal uh, with it. Sad song. Yeah. Uh, yeah. October of 05. You remember October of 05? That's uh, the weekend. And uh, when Mike and I came up. <laughs> the and pancake face? The pancake face. The yeah. Marvelous Janes? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, fabulous James. Fabulous, fabulous James. James. That's right. Uh that's about when that that song was like hitting peak popularity right about that same time, yeah. and it came on the radio, and yeah, you know, we had a conversation he and I about the song, and it's basically one of the saddest songs ever, and it just kind of hits you at some point. So I'm with you. So uh, puts you in a time and a place. Like yeah, that that song reminds you of different memories. Like, and for you, uh, maybe it reminds you of that memory of us. But like, no, not really. But I just remember okay. that that time. But as you said, time, I, it's a reminiscing song. You can think about your own childhood or your past or yeah. whatever. I think in general, music not making you reminisce, but like putting you in the place where you heard the song the first time. You see the difference? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like, I think there's something beautiful about that. And that's why I don't want to, even when I mock a given thing, I, I hope not to mock it so much that I don't appreciate what it was when it was for me. Sure. Absolutely. Um, I probably, I didn't know anything about Nickelback actually until Mike introduced them to me. Um, and that was with the second album. He loved the first album. He loved it so much. I remember (laughs) driving down the interstate talking about this freaking album with him. (laughs) And then, uh, so, and then they kind of, they clearly got overplayed or whatever. Now I've gone to, two nickelback shows myself okay okay and had a had a great time both times like uh yeah. great time yeah uh actually uh may I, I have another one dave matthews band i like dave matthews band i don't care deal with it i was getting mocked up and down and one of the people mocking really? me had been to a show and i hadn't and i was like and he like pulled me aside and told me and i was like hey where's the defense why, why don't you back a fella up <laughs> what well, I, I actually I like the way that Dave Matthews sounds. Yeah. I just can't handle every song being thirteen minutes. Well, I mean, that, I'm a metalhead, so that's I'm, my thing. Like Tool, the new yeah. Tool album, like every every song's like a, a, it takes forever. That's just that's just me. That's just In, me. Immerse yourself in the experience, sir. I got you. Um, where was I going? So the Nickelback shows I went to, 
They were good shows. And so I'm okay with it. Like I'm a, I'm fine with it. Uh Creed, like you said, it's a time and place. Uh there are certain times when I still listen to Creed. Uh I have different playlists, different stuff, you know, depending on uh I'm a mood music guy. Yeah. So whatever mood I'm in, I kind of gravitate towards certain music or songs. And so there there's certain times where my own prison comes on and you're just like, <laughs> oh, this is not a good one, is it? Yeah. <laughs> a little down right now. Yeah, that type it, of thing. Take it down lower. Yeah. Yeah. That type of thing. Um, I, we're we're going to have to continue this, I think, when Mike's back on the show. Maybe that should be the question. No, no. I think that's got to be clearly a three-way discussion, if not a four-way discussion. <laughs> All right. And we, and we can definitely continue this. So this is a, a TBD, I feel. All right. However... Bringing up the question, yeah, Mike asked a question last week about Halloween costumes, and we got uh, not too many responses because yeah. it was not posted. <laughs> <laughs> we had a fervent listener that uh, the French he uh, he threw in some stuff about Lex Luthor. I would I wish he would have been Lex Luthor. That would have been funny at some point. Uh, <laughs> and then he had a really cool picture of a guy with it was like a fork. That was really something. yeah. I like I like the fork one. Uh, I did. What is your favorite costume or one uh, you've seen? I got like three that I thought of. I think I was I was Mario at one point, and oh, I oh that have been that would have been good. Yeah, I had like red uh, corduroy like uh, coveralls or whatever. Age on that one. How old were you? What? How old were you? Um, I don't know. It it was when the tape. You remember when the VHS tapes were came out and they were like live action. Yes. It was yes. about that time. Now, how old okay. would I have been? I don't know, 12? 10-ish? 10, yeah, yeah be, between that. that. Yeah. Um, so that was one I thought of. And then I had one. Uh, my wife and I were dating. We did John and Yoko. Uh, and the Beatles are kind of a big thing in our life. And yeah. uh, how we, our come together story. So that was kind of cool. Have you and seen then, Yesterday? Uh, we meant to watch it last night. And we had plans to rent it. <laughs> via Amazon, but then I fell asleep. Uh, apparently, I got too tired from breaking the freaking leaves. I don't know. <laughs> Even okay. using the damn uh, blower. So I, don't I, I would like to know what you think about yesterday after you watch it. So. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then I, and during, I think it was during college or just after college, some of my college friends did the Flintstones, which was very inventive. Like a, it was a group costume. And it was that's pretty very, awesome. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. That's yeah. pretty awesome. Um, what about you? My, Mine, so I'm not a huge Halloween guy, but I feel like I've had some good costumes. One costume I used uh, multiple years, like between the ages of 11 through 13. So it's basically like the last like kid costume I wore yeah. is I was a baseball card. The card so, itself? Like I was a baseball card. So like it was, I was my own baseball card. So uh, it was basically like uh, two pieces of cardboard, which I had then... Um, like an art, like an actual artist that was a family friend, like, like copied uh, what the baseball card was of that day, of what it looked like on yeah. the front. So it's like and a then, sandwich board. Yeah, it was like a sandwich board. And then is your head the head of the person yeah. on the card? So it's like cut out, and my head's the head of the person on the card. That's kind of cool. And then on the back, I had stats, of course. What stats did you give yourself? I don't know. I'm sure I was great, but. <laughs> But I, I, I feel that was that was one of the better ones. Um, I feel like I've been Batman multiple times in my life. 
uh, when I was a kid. And then uh, I had one about 10 years ago where I, it was, it was the year the dark Knight came out and I did Batman, um, a fairly realistic Batman besides me not being six, two that year. Uh, I actually spent probably way too much to develop that costume. (laughs) And then, um, uh, I don't know. There's, um, I was, I was Bart Simpson one year. Oh, yeah, that's and good. then, uh, you know, I was, you know, Big Bird one year, ripped my costume up. How are I don't you? know. When I was like five. Oh, that's... Like, I have a couple I... picture in that one. <laughs> I don't know, four or five. I don't know. I remember, I remember I had a Big Bird costume and we were at a Halloween, like, bonfire type thing and I ripped, I was running and ripped my costume. Whoops. And I was, and I was devastated. I of was, course. Of tears yeah it all yeah it was good um one year i went as urkel probably oh. not the most politically correct thing to do now because uh, mm. <laughs> i really liked family matters back in the day sure sure uh, he's a very interesting character um but yeah i don't know those are those are some of the best ones uh yeah. my uh, my daughter got me excited this year uh she originally she was couple days ago she's like i want to be um harley quinn and i was like oh cool who's that? Like, batman like or she he's the she's the like joker's like significant other harley quinn. Oh, okay okay yeah, yeah and i was like cool maybe she's starting to get into batman stuff <laughs> and then yesterday she's like no i'm gonna be jojo siwa which is a nickelodeon children's singer and i was like great that's fantastic whatever <laughs> So yeah, you know, I've not decided on my costume yet for this year, but I've got uh, I've got uh, limited time to do so. So yeah, yeah, come up with something. I I was contemplating Charlie Brown. Oh, I like that. Uh, with, and carrying around like a Snoopy dog, but uh, oh yeah, 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 do that. Uh, I'm not sure yet, so stay tuned. I'll throw a picture up on the Facebook of whatever I come up with. Um, however, Glenn pinch hitting this week. He's He's got a triple so far, I feel like. He can get a home run with this question. So uh, he's so. got the question of the week. All right. So uh, to, to one or the other question, uh, would you rather, uh, if you had to, and this is indoors, if you had to always wear long sleeve and shorts, alternatively, always wear short sleeves and pants, which one? Oh, Oh, are we throwing a poll up for this? Or yeah, do, do a, this poll. a poll. We'll do yeah. a poll on this. Okay. So it's either long sleeve and shorts. Yeah. Or short sleeve and long, long and pants. Yes. And this is, I'm giving you indoors. Like when you are indoors, you must have this attire. I will right. discount the fact you have to go outdoors. We're, we're assuming it's uh, temperature controlled indoors to a, to a, a certain degree. Yes, right. but your typical temperature control, like yeah, during yeah. the summer, sometimes it feels a little bit cold when the air conditioning is too hard, or you know, things. Sure. Like that. Yes. Yeah. Okay. We're we're assuming that a seventy-two degree type normal between no, no, no. six seventy-ish. Yeah, a proper variation that occurs with seasons as you come in and out of indoor, as you come in into indoors. So. In, okay. Yeah. So in general, long sleeve and shorts or yeah. short sleeve and pants. 
We're yes. going to throw a pull up. We'll see what we get. Yep. It could be a cake and pie situation. I'm just saying. I I mean, I I kind of set this up for you two because I think you and Mike are pretty firmly <laughs> in one court. Uh, and I actually think I might be firmly in the other, but we'll see. I, I, I agree with that. All right. <laughs> um, thanks for hanging out with us. For I think the, the show went a little long, so that's fine. Sorry. Um, thanks for hanging out this week. We will talk to you next week. Uh, see you later. Goodbye. Thanks for listening.